Hello, CityCast listeners. How good is Texas quality of life? Today, I am talking with the CityCast crew, lead producer Dina Kesba, producer Farrell Gibbs, and roving producer Carleone Jones. It is Thursday, July 21st, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. All right. Carly, can you get us started off by telling us about this ranking that you saw that got us all like both furious and thinking? (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) CNBC released a study which stated that Texas slipped from the number one spot as the best state to do business in to number five, mainly because of quality of life issues, which we received an F grade in. Oh, so <laughs> you're failing. <laughs> so we're still in the top five to do business, but man, we got quality of life problems. Is what they are saying. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> so we're not a great state to live in. It's basically what CNBC is saying about us. Yeah, they said that the study considered things like crime, environmental qualities, childcare, healthcare, Ooh. and inclusiveness of state laws. We so are so a- bad on all of those. So our <laughs> ranking sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay. Do y'all think, okay, let's, let's poll. Dina, like crime, what do you think? Our crime is bad. Yeah. I'm with them on that. Yeah. Yeah. Carly? Yeah. Farrell? Yeah. <laughs> y'all know I'm a new transplant. And, and yeah, living in, in Hempstead, I can only read about the crime. Because Hempstead doesn't have crime. Right. Out in the country. Y'all didn't have criminals. I mean, we had cows. We had cows. We had cows. We didn't have criminals that I knew of, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it depends where you are, you know. I mean, I, I, that's a lame answer, but Texas is so humongous too. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, you can't avoid it. You can't avoid that. The stories, right. you know, you just see them every day. Right. But I, I was wondering, are we really any worse than anywhere else in the United States? That's what I want to know. Because I think there's crime all over the place. And I say this as somebody who had a SWAT team in my front yard a couple of weeks ago. So like, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing can happen in other places, is it? I don't know. I don't know is my mind on crime. So, all right. What do y'all think about Texas environmental quality? Mm. Now you're rolling your eyes. I mean, (laughs) if I'm thinking air, climate, you know, Uh weather, I'm thinking, man, it sucks in the summer. (laughs) And the thing is, it lasts so long. If I could just pop out and just live somewhere else for that extended time period of all the heat and then come back when our weather's nice, I think I'd only live there for like a couple months out of the year. (laughs) Only a couple? Oh, Dina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd right, be there that we're long. We're saying this in July, deep in July. In this heat wave. <laughs> when it's hard to imagine. But I, I do think Houston's pretty good somewhere between six and nine months out of the year. I like the climate. Ooh. Right now, we're in the part where I most especially hate it. Yeah. Carly, what about you? What do you think about the environment? The environment here is... Um... Mm, very interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, because there's been uh-huh. like so many days that we have bipolar weather. Mm. Actually, tripolar. Tripolar. Tri- was, yes. That's awesome. Yes. I was telling y'all the other week, I went to go uh, to a store with my mom. It was 101 degrees outside. We were driving down Westheimer. And when we get past the, the freeway, it started raining and hailing mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. That shouldn't be a thing. It was just 101 <laughs> degrees. Like, yeah. it's it's a little crazy. Or when you leave and you don't need a jacket 
but then you have to keep yeah. a jacket in your car because then as soon as you get back to your car from wherever you were, it's cold and you need something <laughs> oh, to wear. Yes. That's just That bizarre. only happens right now when I go into stores. <laughs> it's been so long since I could wear a jacket outdoors. <laughs> Farrell, what do you think? Environmental? Texas? I visited deep South Alabama last weekend to visit my mom. And uh, I've always chuckled at Texans because they talk about how bad their summers are. And I've always thought that what I've experienced my whole life is worse because of the humidity. I know y'all have heard that a million times. Yeah. This summer has changed my mind. It is worse here. <laughs> and uh, and I know that because I've been in the two states in the past week. I've never experienced weather like this. And I, I'm with Dina. It sucks. It sucks really badly. And yeah. I don't want to be in it. This is not just like the rest of the Deep South. This it, is worse. It, right now, you win. You win bad weather this year. <laughs> <laughs> We're number one. Yay. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I also worry that we are number one in like crapola environmental controls, that the state of Texas actively tries its best not to regulate pollution. And I worry about what we are breathing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the city and the county are trying here, but, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I can see, you know, if I were thinking, do I want to move to this city? That would that would weigh on me. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I get it that Houston has really great stuff to do outdoors, that it's kind of subtle. You know, you don't immediately think that, oh, I really ought to get a kayak if I want to be outdoors. We don't have mountains. We don't have the really obvious things to do. But we are getting better about hiking paths. But, you know, as a state, Texas has fewer state parks. We don't have enough recreational spaces. And the ones we've got are just booked to the gills. It's hard to get in. So I am I am with the F for the state on that. Mm -hmm. All right. So, OK, next one is child care. What do you all think there? Anybody? Dina's rolling her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, like, if I'm thinking of all the ones in A-Leave, uh -huh. they're not any one that I would put my kid in. Oh. One, because they're just ranked so low and they're just terrible. Right. And then two, there's like waiting lists. So they're bad and you can't and get in. And you can't get in. Yeah. The waiting lists just boggle me. Yeah. The idea that you really ought to get on a daycare waiting list before your baby is born, yes. maybe before your baby is conceived, Yep. Mm -hmm. that just makes me crazy. Like, yeah. how can that be true? There have been some that were like a year-long waiting list, and I'm like, what? The question I have is, is this a, a recent I mean, is this an all the a long time thing or is this a since the pandemic thing, this get on the waiting list mm. a year out? It's it's been a long time mm. problem here, especially with the quality. The waiting lists have gotten even further mm. out of control mm -hmm. since the pandemic hit. Yes, they have. And so if I were thinking about moving to Texas and raising a family, mm -hmm. that would be kind of big. Mm. Next one. Healthcare system. What do you all think about the healthcare system? Garbage. <laughs> Can I just say that? Because I, when I got really, really sick in, uh -huh. it was March, I think. And I, I did, I tested negative for COVID. It wasn't COVID. Mm -hmm. And I really just wanted to go get a checkup. I could not find one doctor who could get me in that week or the next week. They're like, I, only three weeks from now. That's it. Sorry. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's ridiculous. Yeah. We don't have enough doctors. We have a huge number of people who are uninsured, which puts crazy pressure on the hospital systems and the doctors. I mean, but we have some of the best specialists on the planet. Yeah. I mean, it's that weird yeah. Yeah, divergence. We if you are really sick and you've got the insurance or the money to pay for it, you know, we have the kind of care that people fly halfway across the planet to get to. They do. Yeah, they do. Texas Medical Center. But if yeah. you're just like normally sick, if you need a checkup, if you, you know, it, it's, it's hard. It's so hard. 
the random thought that came to my head was uh-huh. like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen 600 pound life yes. on TLC. <laughs> There's a doctor from Houston there. <laughs> Literally everybody on that show like yeah. comes from a whole different state. They moved to Texas just to come here and have this doctor. And it's literally the same doctor every Mm -hmm. single time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like we do have some great specialists and great doctors in certain fields. Mm -hmm. And then I also think about like how COVID was handled here Mm -hmm. and just Houston in general, like all the hospitals were like so full, but then they went into the parking lots and started like building outdoor things to take care of us. Yeah. Like like they didn't really need those. I was glad that we built it, that we were ready. Mm -hmm. Better that you be ready and not need it than that you not be ready. And, you know, suddenly you're like got people lying on the pavement. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was really mad at the state about COVID because... You know, things like getting rid of mask laws early in there when we had no idea how oh, things yeah. were going to go yeah, yeah, seemed nutty. And also, I think the state often makes it hard for local cities, county governments to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Not just with health care, but definitely with health care. All right. I'm done grumbling about that one. <laughs> Next category. Inclusiveness of our state laws and government. Give it a F. Give it a F. <laughs> Triple F. Kind of no. Minus. We kind of know that this. We Flunk deserve it. the F here. Send it back for the year. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, trash. <laughs> is Texas this government inclusive in any area? I mean, it seems like it's run for and by conservative Republicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it hard for city people, for voters of color, for LGBTQ people. Do y'all think that Texas does enough to protect people from discrimination? No, not at all. Absolutely not. For example, one of my friends uh, went to Prairie View A&M, mm-hmm. and their college is based in... Waller County. Waller County. Yeah. I remember maybe a couple years ago, the school was trying, like the students at the school were trying to vote, and they made it where the students couldn't vote in the county. That's straight up voter suppression. Mm-hmm. Yes. How'd they do it? The white county, the white conservative county was trying to stop the black students mm-hmm. at the historically black university from voting. They basically said that the the school wasn't like a part of the county. They tried to district it in a different way. And they literally were trying to stop all these students. Like it was a big deal. I remember they had a protest. They were like walking the streets mm-hmm. and everything about it. But It's just blatant. Like the things that they do here are just blatant suppression Mm -hmm. and discrimination. It's crazy. So I was wondering, okay, I think we are all kind of thinking, okay, in those categories, maybe CNBC was right. But are there other categories that come to mind with quality of life? Like, are there things? Food? Can we get an A plus in food? (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah, the restaurants are excellent. Okay. I think we've got the best. Mm -hmm, Me too. Yeah. The best in any state, Texas. You can get a lot of different great things. Yeah. You know, you can get a great burger. You can get a great taco. You can get a great, Mm -hmm. you know, dessert. Yeah. And we've got great high end restaurants if you want to get cutting edge stuff or healthy food, vegan food. We got it. Oh, I forgot barbecue. How do you forget barbecue? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Other other categories. Hospitality. I feel like the people Uh here are some of the nicest people you'll meet. Uh So you're not just talking about the hospitality industry, whether or not a waiter is nice to you. You're talking about 
people on the street. People. Human beings. Yeah. We're nice. The culture. Mm-hmm. The culture, yeah. The culture here and the hospitality of places that you go uh-huh. to, like for services, I, I would say both are very like nice usually. Like I have family from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and other states and they come here and they're like, people are really like sweet here. Like <laughs> You are so right, Carly, because like... <laughs> I have to tell you about this story. So I lived in Virginia for a few years. And one of the things that was strikingly different between like being in Texas and being in Virginia was that if it was time for a place to close, they would literally come up and tell you, hey, we're closing five minutes. (laughs) But if they would never do that to you, like in in Houston, Mm -hmm. they would sit there, they'd clean, they let you take your time. You leave when you leave. Mm -hmm. You don't have anyone come and tell you like, get out. We need to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're cleaning up. We're closing. I had that same thing listed mm-hmm. number one. When I saw this ranking, when Carly brought it yesterday, it was, it was shocking to see Texas last because people were so nice to me. And I came from a place where if you're not from that area, they can be not inclusive. I think yeah. another thing to consider mm-hmm. is like that Texas is a fun place. Like if I was to look at all the different cities, San Antonio, Houston, Austin, Dallas, every one of them has their own culture and has their own vibe. And mm. it's just like you get a whole new experience in each city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's a fun thing to have, like nice people, good vibes. Yeah. Good road trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other, other like, places to go that feel mm-hmm. different. And you'll get good food everywhere you go. Yeah. And also Bucky's. We have Bucky's. We have Bucky's. <laughs> we do have Bucky's. And we, we have, have H-E-B. H-E-B. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have y'all lived in other states? How do they compare to Texas? I've lived in Mobile, Alabama, Athens, Georgia, when I was pursuing a music career. And I lived in Jackson Hole, Wyoming mm-hmm. for a little while. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I have a hard time coming into a conversation like this. Because to me, this is the land of milk and honey. I mean, <laughs> everything is Wonderful here. But I mean, you know, when we went down that first list of criteria that we just talked about a few minutes ago, being on this show, you study those things, how the state government is always at odds with the Houston government and all of the things mentioned. But like just walking around, seeing like you said, Carly, how nice people are. It seems to be just a wonderful place. But again, I'm coming from it. Alabama is 50th in just about every category that that there is, you know, education <laughs> leading the way. And uh, so it doesn't take much to impress me, but I, I have loved Texas since mm. I've been here. I've lived in Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, and I've lived in Orange County, California when we were younger. And honestly, I was mad when my parents moved out of California. I'm not going to lie. I was like, you brought us to Texas <laughs> of all places? <laughs> Why were you mad? Because like there was mountains, there was a beautiful beachfront. The weather was amazing. In California. Yeah. So I'm like up against Texas. Yeah, I would pick California. (laughs) A leaf was not beating California. It was not doing it. Well, how how now, Dana? Would you move back when you get to a place where you could or has Texas sunk its claws into you and you would stay? I would have to stay because like all my aunts, cousins, everyone, which I still don't understand why, (laughs) decided to move to Houston (laughs) of all places. So everybody set their roots down in Houston and nobody's leaving anytime soon. You know, even though we had an, we have an uncle that's out in California. So I was like, why didn't y'all set your foundation there? Then we could be the family that follows. (laughs) But that is not the case. (laughs) California is expensive. I mean, it's it really yeah. hard to live in if you're middle class. Yeah. 
That's what I was thinking. I moved to California uh, for four months for college and it was great. I would say that California is like the only other state that I would want to live in besides Texas. Why? Because the weather, like Dina uh-huh. said, it's very beautiful <laughs> there. Um, and I don't know, I just feel really peaceful by a beachside. I do. But as far as just other things, I love Texas. Like I've been to a lot of other states and Texas is just one of the best states to me, genuinely. I really love Texas, but it could just be because I'm native to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right before we left, my wife came to me and said, I really want to go to vet school. And so I said, which one do you want to go to? I thought she was going to choose Auburn, mm-hmm. which has a really good vet school. And she said, I want to go to Texas A&M. It's the greatest vet school in the South. And so she said it's down to them or UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine, which I think is maybe number one on the list. And A&M is always number three, somewhere like that. And I said, well, let's go to let's go to California and go there. And then she was adamant about no, because she, she thinks it's going to fall into the sea. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds quick. So and accurate. it's going to burn. The state is yeah. burning. Oh, well. Wildfires. I mean, you know, we just have hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah. Hurricanes we know. Earthquakes, we can't yeah. tolerate. Mm-hmm. But at least we have warnings before, like, the weather That's shifts. That's true. The first week I lived in California, we had an earthquake. It was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. But at least you didn't fall into the ocean. No, but my roommate fell out of her bed. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Woke up on the floor. I have oh. never felt a, an earthquake. Same. You don't want to. No. I'm, I'm willing to, like, skip that one. I grew up in North Carolina. And as a kid, I did not appreciate the climate. I did not appreciate having four seasons that are very clearly identifiable and mild. And I did not appreciate mountains because when you grow up in the Appalachian Mountains, you just think, oh, yeah, that's what the world looks like. And I remember getting to Houston, you know, a big city. I was so excited and being blown away by how flat it was, how open it was, how much sky there was. After I'd been here for a while, one day I was with a friend And I got so excited in the car and it took me a minute to realize why. It was because we were on an overpass and I could finally like have a view. Texas is severely lacking in mountains. We have a few, you know, there's the Davis Mountains, there's stuff down near Big Bend and here and there we have a few sprinkled in. But per capita, per mile, we are low on mountains. What do you think, Lisa? You get a big check one day. Do you go back home and retire there sometime in 50 years (laughs) or do you stay? A Texan, a Houstonian. Oh, if I if I had a big magic check, I might buy a summer house somewhere. That's not fair. Everybody yeah, can. No, have... you you can't restrain my checks, Farrell. You don't get to control how I spend my money. You're right. You're right. I think another thing that we didn't talk about is that coming to Texas, it's very cheap to live here. Well, compared to for other most states. places, right? Yeah, it's it's less true, but it's still true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have a lot of space. You have a lot of room. Like a beautiful thing about Texas is the fact that you can have a backyard and a porch in the front yard and you have space. Like in California, it's it's not a thing unless you live in Calabasas. Mm-hmm. Or you're a bazillionaire. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Mark Zuckerberg has some nice property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in Texas, yeah. you can do that for your, for a reasonable price and yeah. have a beautiful house. That's a big factor, too, that can keep a lot of people here or brings a lot of people here. And privacy. Like 
we have fences around our yards, our backyards, which I did not see when I was in Virginia. It was like everyone was like open. And I feel like in Texas, where we really value our privacy. That's something I really appreciated is like, I don't need somebody else peeking into my backyard. You know, if I want to just be like <laughs> chilling out there, it's just me, myself <laughs> and I, <laughs> not my neighbor or somebody across the street looking at me. <laughs> yeah. I hate looking at privacy fences. Yeah. I so want really? the view, Dina. Yeah. I'm not sure that would have been high on my list of Texas That advantages. is like number right. one on mine. <laughs> Great. Just move out to a farm on Hempstead yeah. and you can walk outside in your pajamas. Nobody can see you for miles. It's pretty nice. That's all I want in life. <laughs> Let's close with a quick poll. Okay. Do y'all think Texas is one of the best or one of the worst? Carly. I feel like it is the best for sure. The great state of Texas, it's called that for a reason. Great people, great food, great culture. Love it. And yeah, we're cocky about our state. So (laughs) So you're thinking Texas should be number one quality of life. Dina. Yes. (laughs) What about you, Dina? I can't. Those are two extremes. Can I have a middle? (laughs) Oh, wait, you're moderate about something for once in life? I'm like, the quality of life has got me stumped. That's the thing. I really, right. really hate heat. I don't like being hot. I don't like sweaty. And obviously mm-hmm. that's what you get when you come to Texas. Yeah. So that's why I'm like right in the middle. If it had the perfect like spring weather all year round, then heck yeah, I'd be like Texas number one all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Farrell, what do you think? I think about it like both of them, actually. And like Dina said about the weather, yes. Here's what I've been thinking the whole time. When you grade things in class, there's always a scale. Where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the weather sucks. These 100 plus days forever are awful. But I mean, that rolled up into everything that Texas is. Where's a better place to live? I mean, California, like we already established, is going to fall into the sea. (laughs) There are 48 other states besides Texas and California. Right. I I can't think of one. (laughs) Not a one. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Uh Uh-huh. No, I can't think of one. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? kind of coming down with Dina. Like, I think the great things about Texas are really great and the awful things are really awful. We are very rarely middling anything. And I feel pushed and pulled by it all the time. On a scale of one to 10, what would you Mm -hmm. give it? Just as an overall grade? Mm -hmm. That is like the kid who makes F's all year long and then like aces the exam, (laughs) you know, like... (laughs) Do we let him pass the class? I don't know. You know, it's, I mean, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to leave. I love Houston. Mm-hmm. But, you know, lately I'm really hacked off at Texas. So that's, mm-hmm. that's where I am right now. All right, y'all, this has been fun. Thanks a lot. Yes, thank this you. Was great. Thanks, Lisa. That was Dina Kesba, Farrell Gibbs, and Carleon Jones. Now, Dina, what else is going on around Houston today? Hey, Lisa. So here's what I've been reading about. Y'all know that Starbucks that's at Shepherd and Herald? Well, it looks like plans to unionize are set in motion. Union organizers wrote up this two-page memo claiming that they've had no manager or any solid leadership in recent months. This had made the employees assume managerial roles without proper compensation for all the added workload. Now, in the memo, the employees say they've tried to get that addressed, but it was either dismissed or just left without any real action taking place. And so this effort to unionize is their way of holding the company accountable, just like the company holds them accountable. 
This announcement marks the first unionization attempt by a Houston area Starbucks and the 11th attempt by Starbucks employees at a location in Texas. So I'll definitely be following along to see where this goes. That's all for our show today. Thanks to all of y'all who shared our Dandy Dog episode from Tuesday on social media. All the clicks and likes and shares made us just feel great. We appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow. Talk with you then. You must drive on some magical road because I've gotten so many like fingers flicked at me, honks, and I'm, I think I'm a good driver. People are mean. I'm sorry about that, Dana. It's Dina that everybody's complaining about. Now we know. <laughs>